Welcome to Just Winging It. Oh, I'm John Abdullah. I'm Patrick Green. I the think. one and only Patrick Green. You I'm said drinking, your name. I'm drinking coffee again today. I know I had a joke and I forgot it because I'm exhausted. So, oh, you know. all right. Hence the coffee. So Hence hold on to your coffee. butts. You're in for another good hold one. Hold on to your butts. How you doing? I'm tired. That quote, man, too, by the way, Jurassic Park, it's so good. It's epic, I use but that I, I'm, still. I'm not saying it well. It's yeah, not, it's, it's like, not, hold on to your butts. Yeah, it, it, it's, I'm making it too, like, sexualized. Yeah, way too. It's but like, you often do hold that. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, hold on to your butts. And then the cigarette. It's so good. Around, it's exactly. Like, what a masterpiece of oh. cinema. Incredible. Yeah. No, I'm super tired because I am trying to work in the mornings again. As we talked on this show before, in the past, I composed largely in the in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had kids and realized that it was impossible to wake up. So I started doing it <laughs> sort of at night and on weekends. But I'm at a point in the piece that I'm writing, which we still have to talk about at some point. We do. Where I really need to just put aside a little more time every yeah. week. Yeah. Like not a huge amount, but like I need to get two hours more done basically per week. Mm. So That's um, a significant amount. Yeah, it adds up, you know. Oh yeah. So I so I was I was toying with the idea of doing it at night after the after the kids go to bed, but honestly, I am post eight thirty p.m. I'm yeah. just fucking useless. Like I can still stay up and have fun, but I am just like so tired. Oh yeah, I just I can't do anything productive at night. And my anymore. and my, my I just switch into like okay, it's chill mode. Mm-hmm. Like this is like um, you, you know, need it. Like I take my pants off. You do this. <laughs> take my pants off. Do you just like so? It's like there's always a point every night where I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm just gonna wear my boxers. No more pants. Do you do this? Well, I mean, I have pajamas. Yeah, but it's summertime. You, get, you, you don't just do the boxers. They're actually pajama shorts. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have I have one pair of pajama shorts, but they're but like they look a size just like boxers, so they're, waist. Yeah, and they're useless because, like you know, ideally you'd be, put on something that you could also just like I have to take out the trash or go right. outside or do something. But right. these pajama shorts look like boxers, so I'm always like really self conscious about walking outside <laughs> in them. So then I have to change into like regular shorts. You know what I mean? So it's right. pointless. I don't even know why I do it. Right, and then you just end up layering the shorts over the pajama <laughs> shorts, and you look <laughs> exactly. like you have some kind of bloating issue. <laughs> Oh, do, you, man. do you go out in, in your robe to get the mail? I don't wear a robe. You don't have a, you don't no. have any robe. I think there's two kinds of people in the world. There's, oh, there's people who wear robe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's the people who eat to live and people who. Live I'm just to kidding. Eat. I'm kidding. There are people who wear robes and there are people who are normal and don't. No, I'm no, just kidding. no, no. I think actually a you lot more wear people wear robes than I. I'm not one of them. I think a lot of people do oh, wear robes. So luxurious. We should do a quick like snap poll in our Facebook group on. We this. should. I'm really interested. Do people wear robes? Well, why don't you wear a robe? You just don't have one? It just doesn't feel necessary. What's the point of it? It's just coming so out of the luxurious. shower? It's just it coming does out of the shower when you want to kind of like, when you don't want to get made dressed out of? for the day. Are we talking like a... Um, Mine's like, it's like chambray. Or- it's like tool. <laughs> Sateen. It's made out of metal. I don't know. I don't know what it's made out of. Oh, it's an L.L. Oh, bean. It's like, like an thick- insulated, okay, nice like a L.L. Towel. bean It's like a towel that you're wearing. No, it's not like a puffy It's not. No, it's not. No, no. It's relatively sleek. It's Yeah, it's sheer. No, it's like a, Mikey got it for me for Christmas like ten years ago, and I yeah. still wear it. Yeah, it's just a very comfortable. It's like it's like when you don't want to commit to being awake yet, but you're like you're awake and you have to like go do stuff. But it's like yeah. you know what? I'm in a robe, so like at a moment's notice, I can drop it and go back to bed. <laughs> That's kind of the idea, you know what I mean? But see, for me, there's a very clear line. Like I'm just up or I'm not. Like right. as soon as I get up in the morning, I'm just awake. No, me too. But it's, it's the promise of I could be the sleeping. promise it's, of it. It's like I love this, it. It's like this this idea. I feel like it's too flowy. I'd get caught on stuff. I'd be walking. You just yeah, I do <laughs> get caught on yeah, stuff. Yeah, see, actually. right? I, I trip sometimes. Yeah, but it's worth it. <laughs> but the worst sometimes. is when you, so so. Well, this is why I was bringing it up is that like sometimes oh, I'll get the mail uh-huh. in the robe. Yeah. You know, if, if it's like a really relaxing Saturday morning. Sure. And like you get you the know, mail it's in the like, robe. It's like three in the afternoon and I'm still in the robe. Wow, it's literally never happened. Yeah, I was going to say in my that's fantasy quite a world. Day. Yeah, no, it's like you know, it's like when it's six in the morning. We didn't get the mail the day yeah, before. That's and sleeping in six in the morning. <laughs> yeah, 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 luxurious. <laughs> so I'll go out in the in the robe. So I, I I do this thing where I'm like, is it okay if I walk out in my robe? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, but I do it. Yeah. Have then, you ever seen then, anyone else in your neighborhood have, walk and, out and, in your and robe, they don't robe? look at me? And I'm like, maybe that's because they're either vomiting or they're or they're terrified. <laughs> they're by like, this don't weird, look at them in the eyes. It's don't like because you don't know. Like, does he have anything on under that? Like, if it billowed, yeah, what will we see? <laughs> Would it be revealed that he was a robot this That's entire the thing. time? There's too many factors there. I just can't deal That's with That's true. The mystery of it. But, it is, it is the very worst, mysterious. Though, when you go outside with you don't a robe know what's and under get that. caught on something, uh-huh. and then that's what just happened to me as well. <laughs> Nuh-uh. The billowiness does lend itself to Or like to snow it. blowing in your robe, and it just gets <laughs> caught underneath <laughs> it. It's luxurious. Snow. In my head, I'm Marilyn Monroe <laughs> over the grate. <laughs> 
Anyway, what the fuck is oh this episode my God. about? Wow. Um, oh yeah, Sonia. So, anyway, so I switched. I switched to my morning um, composing routine. Yeah. At least to try it out. You know, and, and I in your robe. In my, in my well, in my shark. Do you have? Outfit. A, oh, no, that's remember, right. You most do have, of my music is in my shark. That's right. You PJs. have a very specific. It's part of your ritual, right? Around exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Which I've yeah. So I've I heard so there's I, like a, it's it makes sense to invest in these creative rituals. Yeah, because it, it gets your just, brain like set up. I'm not even joking. It gets you true. like set up for a particular. Activity, right? You know, and that's my like thing. It's like, like okay, I get, I get in it. my shark PJs, I get my coffee, I get yeah. my Velveeta mm-hmm. biscuits. Where the fun happens? Oh, no, not Velveeta. By, okay, I thought you, not... I thought you were just saying a, a wedge of Velveeta cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody says that when um, I say Velveeta. Velveeta. Bel- I know. Now I know what you're Bel- talking about. Velveeta. They give them on airplanes, right? Maybe they did at Do one they point. Really? Maybe not. I don't know. That's a nice. Airplane. I mean, I only These fly. Are fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah. Maybe on Dubai and Emirates or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's when I got it. So I, uh, in the past, when I would wake up to compose in the morning, I would get up at like 4 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was very intense, but I was pretty good at doing that. You know, really? I would get into this habit. I'd go to bed by like 10.30 or 11, get up at 4, not get too much sleep, but I would wake up. I would, you know, sleep in on the weekends because we didn't have kids, and yeah. I would be okay. You still, it amazses out. me how you operate on so much less sleep than I do as a standard, I think. That's, that's well, or well, most people. If I die next year, that's probably <laughs> what's going on I, I do think about them like how like i, I realize that you like shaving you can some end of life there yeah, yeah. but maybe so? i don't know maybe this that means that like this part of my life is more interesting because of, i don't know well yeah if you think of it that way wouldn't you rather invest the time while you have like a young yeah, vibrant so body being, like, uh, a, used in brain a vibrant body <laughs> <laughs> cloaked in a bathrobe yeah right no you, it's also like i i do get i do get actually quite a lot of sleep now i, I would say you do? compared to what i used to get yeah, yeah I, I would say i get i get a pretty healthy amount of sleep now but anyway this is all to say that i decided that i would try to wake up well a healthy amount of sleep for somebody with two kids who wake up you know yeah i was gonna say that that's gone. healthy being nine minutes yeah so i like decided this morning i would i would do it and i set my alarm for like five o'clock i'm mm-hmm. um, thinking like i can do that i can do that sure enough it's fucking midnight and i'm watching a documentary oh, about the electric man. chair actually a very interesting documentary on amazon <laughs> no Prime. way was, you were watching a fucking documentary about the electric yeah, chair it was, it was fascinating why it was would about you the first execution to, by electric oh, it chair. sounds fascinating but why would you decide to watch it because i'm a horrible idiot especially I don't know. just i don't know i just feel like there's so many factors involved in that decision that i preclude me from making it Mm. You know, to saying that I would watch it. So first off, as a parent, I find myself like uh, the the little time that I have for TV now, I just want it. I do watch some drama, but it's like, I don't know. It can't be too much. It can't be too like um, violent or real, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And the idea of watching a documentary about the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's so many reasons. But well, anyway, I, I, so it was in the context <clears throat> of the kids went to bed. Micah and I were like, it's time to watch Sharktopus, which is a movie that I've been trying to watch for a while. And it was on Amazon Prime. Of course you have. Right? Yeah, and yeah, Sharktopus, the runtime was like three hours. So we're like, we're not going to watch Sharktopus. And then Sharktopus would be. Yeah. <laughs> Micah fell asleep. And I was like, well, there is this documentary about the electric chair. And then sure enough, midnight rolls around and I'm still watching it. I'm basically asleep watching it, but I'm yeah. watching it. So anyway, so, so, I, so five o'clock comes and goes this morning and I'm not awake. Of course. Uh, six o'clock comes, that alarm goes off. And I'm like, you know the feeling when, you, when you're in a dream? Mm-hmm. And you're mostly submerged in water, and you're like trying to move, and like every step you take is just kind of like <laughs> you know what I mean. Thank you for translating that in audio form. <laughs> that was the dream um, language. I actually have no idea dreams. what you mean. That's you, never you, happened. Well, to so me. you know when you run in water and, mm-hmm. and and you're moving, but you're oh, like, yeah. you can't really get anywhere. But I've never, it's never, you've never had that, that in a dream? dream. I don't think so. Have you ever experienced altered gravity? I don't in dream. dreams. You know, you know, <laughs> I don't dream at all. <laughs> yeah, altered gravity. Uh, I mean, I've the falling. Thing, yeah, like falling. That's right. Natural. Right. So sort of a converse of falling. Yeah, is yeah, this yeah. inability to move quickly, usually in the presence of something bearing down on me, mm-hmm. like usually I'm being hunted by something. Well, anyway. there's also that thing where you actually can't move, right? Where you you are like partially dreaming. Yeah, that's yeah. scary as shit. Have we talked about that? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I think you and I might have talked about that at some point. Okay. Well, this 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 is about to get even more profoundly <laughs> derailed. So we'll, we'll save that one. So five. So my six o'clock alarm is going off, and I'm in that state of like I can like see, like the alarm is like the predator chasing oh. me in my nightmare, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like trying to snooze it. Yeah, yeah. And I can't yeah, yeah. make my arm move because oh, I'm so tired, no. and Micah's like. <laughs> And it's like just binging and binging, and finally, but that's how you interpreted Micah. Really, she was just saying, "Wake up, you idiot!" Or something. She was like, "You worthless piece of shit." This is what you get for watching an electric chair documentary last night. Exactly. So I like hit the snooze and I knock it off the the nightstand by accident. I'm like, "All right, I gotta wake up." So then I'm like falling out of bed and like tumbling down the hallway. I'm still imagining all of it in slow motion. Well, because it is in slow motion. Actually, you know, slowly falling down, (laughs) trying to catch it, and I can't. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, it's six 
o'clock. The kids aren't awake yet. This means I can actually get a little bit of work done this morning, which is still going to be. I'm like, you know, if I get 40 minutes of really good work yeah. done. Yeah. Because basically, the only thing I wanted still to ambitious, do. but. I wanted to figure out how to notate a very specific effect mm-hmm. in this ballet that I'm writing. Okay. Where I'm trying to make a number of instruments sound like a breathing monster. Wow. And I'm trying to come up that with ways awesome. to notate it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? And I'm like, well, there's some scores that I wanted to look at of people who have tried to do similar things. So it was like pretty easy. I can do that quickly. And then, you know, it won't, I don't have to actually compose anything. It's yeah. just like solving a little problem. Yeah. So I needed 40 minutes or so of mm-hmm. good composing time. And of course, like I, as I'm crawling down the hallway, <laughs> reaching for my shark pajamas that I left in the bathroom the night before. Like, I hear rustling in the boys' room, and I'm yep. like, oh, no, because then I realize <laughs> that they're awake, and they're like, Daddy! And that's and like, the moment, oh. right right when they wake up, that's the moment where it's suddenly, it's not slow motion, it's fast it's forward, fast everything. Yeah, it's like the jump and cuts and ripping for a And then it's all of a sudden, it's 8 a.m., and you're late already, <laughs> yeah, right, you know? Right, literally, yeah. <laughs> well, because also, as we just discussed before we were recording, I had calls, I had international calls this morning, yeah. so like, I couldn't, like, I wasn't even going into work, I was before work started on mm-hmm. the phone. Mm-hmm. So I, like, had a really tight time frame. So the kids are awake. And I'm like crawling down the hallway trying to like, you know, like, so I open the door, I let them, you know, come out and I'm like, hey. They just rush through the door, you know, (laughs) through the door. Trample me to death. Right. And, uh, and I put on old like Warner Brothers cartoons for them and Uh I just like sit in bed next to them trying to like read this fucking notation and the score to put it in. And I'm like, I'm at this point getting seven minutes of real work done, but also I'm so tired. And then the cartoons are playing. So I'm sure. And the cartoons are in the background. So I have like white noise on my phone Uh blasting right in my face basically. And I'm trying to like concentrate. And Micah's like, what is happening in the bed right now? Because we're all, oh, by the way, this is all happening in the bed because we all like snuggle in the morning. Of course. Language of love. Yep. Language of love. Um, Poor Micah. But you know what? I did get a few minutes of real work done. And did you accomplish the task? I did. You did? I did. In seven minutes. I did. Uh, I will say, I mean, I think we do, because we have so much less of this quality time to get any kind of work done, do you find that you're way more efficient about spending it? Like, you can actually accomplish more in that time. Maybe when, the, I, when I commit to it. The quality of it might be worse. <laughs> right. um, but you can actually accomplish it within a smaller well, to, time, to be fair, have I, haven't, I haven't looked at the notebook since I wrote it yeah, down this morning, it's so not I'm going to like go back and look at it. It's just going to be like a drawing of like of like a <laughs> Warner <penis>. Brothers cartoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, this is like really good drawing of like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so that was wow. all to say that I'm tired. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. My schedule is a little weird now, though, because my, uh, my daycare provider is off for a full month. Right. Um, she's traveling to back to her home country, and uh, so it's... Um, it's this mixed thing where I'm doing like partial weeks at work because I figured, you know, at least spending some time at work so I stay up on projects and whatnot is a good idea. And then I'm taking one full week off. And uh, it's a little tricky, you know, because I'm doing like two days a week for a few weeks. And in theory, that makes sense because I want to stay in touch with stuff. But it means that those two days that I'm in the office are like super compressed. Mm-hmm. And I have to really, again, it's this focusing thing where, you know, I forget this guy who has the. The, what is it? The two day work week or four day? Oh, work, Tim whatever. Ferriss. Yeah, Tim Ferriss. But we'll say Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury, I believe it was. Yeah, uh, came up with this idea, and I get the idea behind it because you know if you so if you sort of work like you're going on you're on vacation or something like that, you just really focus in on what you have to do. And you know, do you find this like right before you go on vacation? There's like this amazing focusing power because you know these are the things I actually oh need to God. get done. Yeah. Whereas all this other shit is just on my list, but it, you know, no, no one's going to die if I don't finish it. If my life were always a series of taking vacations and yeah. then working for three days, I would fucking be Thomas Edison. That's kind of the point of that whole- Who, um, by the way, was partly responsible for the electric chair. Did you know oh, that? Oh, man. Because well, he was I mean, trying to I mean, take down George Westinghouse, who was, uh, uh, he was- So George Westinghouse was trying to popularize <laughs> alternating current, right? Yeah. And Thomas Edison, Edison was trying to popularize direct current. Uh-huh. And they decided to make it. So Edison was brought on as a consultant to make this electric chair using alternating current wow. to show how dangerous it was. Uh-huh. And uh, well, everything that we're using to record this is running on alternating current. So obviously he lost in the long run. Yeah. But he did for a while make George Westinghouse look like a fucking murderer. So Wow. Sorry. Thanks, Thomas Edison. <laughs> but I really, I would be so much more productive because having a deadline like yeah. that, you really value. Like, for example, I work from home on Fridays, mm-hmm. as we've talked about, mm-hmm. which is an awesome, awesome thing that... Um, my managers were very like big about their like your kids are young you need to do some stuff at home you have a lot of international work going on at weird times like put that yeah. stuff on Fridays and then take the afternoon to be with your kids and take pick them up from school and things like that that's awesome um, and I get three times as much done on Fridays yeah it's amazing it's incredible yeah. um, and I always try to remember this you know uh, adage I guess or whatever where it's like you know don't let the um, urgent become the enemy of what's important or you know take over what's important. Don't and let the urgent take over what's important. 
done a horrible job of It's translated from a number of things. It's been translated several times. It started in Greek, so so they really don't know the original (laughs) phrasing (laughs) of it. Um, It's don't let the urgent become the enemy of the important. Don't let the urgent become the enemy of the important. Okay, or, so, or don't let the urgent take over. I, 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 there's better ways of phrasing it for okay. sure. I'm doing a shitty job of it. But the point is, we we tend to focus on the urgent stuff in that it, mm. you know someone emails you something and they need something, um, and there's lots of other stuff competing for our time that feels urgent, mm-hmm. but it isn't necessarily important. And it's really hard to focus on the important because lots of times that's like more self-driven, long-term. You don't necessarily have you know a deadline aside from maybe the end goal, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we both work at a nonprofit where it's all about impact in the world. And, you know, it's a little can be hard to tie some of our work back all the way there. Right. Because it's less direct. It's not like we're on the ground giving delivering aid, but just trying to, you know, think back to like what's really important at the end of the day. What do I need to accomplish to help us meet, meet our goals? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know where the fuck I'm going with that because, you know, I can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where we're going with it. But oh, oh the, the, about it's specificity, the about, power. about remembering what's actually important. Exactly. Right. right. So, so, so when you have to leave on that vacation, if somebody is just like pinging you every three hours with like, oh, like I need you to like, yeah. you know, give me the the background on this expense report or something. It's oh like, yeah, you there's know so what? many more emails now where I just delete them. You know, <laughs> rather than block. oh yeah, oh and any like I used to actually respond to some of the cold call, you know, whether they're calls no or way. emails. No oh, way. Oh, just to just to be like either not interested or like yeah, sure, send me your materials or no. whatever. Well, because for in the web. You know, there's some interesting services, and I never want to close myself off (laughs) to some of those. But nowadays, I don't even reply, you know, because it's like it's a waste of time. If we need those services, we'll fucking find them. Exactly. I get so, I I just, just this morning, like, you know, junk mailed like three of those messages from people that just reach out out of nowhere and be like, we have a solution you're looking for. Right. And then they miss, they put in the wrong company name. You know, they forgot to replace it. It's like, it's the worst. Right. Exactly. Um, Dear, dear open press. I mean, you know, bottom line is just like with parenting and, and all that side of, you know, life, the importance stuff uh with work too there's so much that you can just get stuck in the stuff that like comes at you and mm-hmm. reacting rather than um, being more proactive and so i don't know in one sense i guess you know working a lighter schedule for this month is uh keeping me focused on what i really need to get done so in that sense it can be helpful it can be helpful to have <laughs> some specificity around things yeah i think so um on the on the kid update front let's see I, there's a food update we had a great discussion about food and uh, I could feel Grace starting to slip in terms of her appetite for just like eating whatever. Mm. You know, she as a baby was just so great. You know, baby led weaning, right? Baby I was, led weaning. <laughs> the secret of the uh, um, even her first year and uh, the secret of the universe is that what you were. Gonna I was going to say the secret of the ooze, but that's the subtitle Oops. to Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two. I don't. I mean, my mind is it. a strange place. You haven't yeah. seen TMNT Two. <laughs> From 1992 or something? You oh, watch it as the a originals. Kid? Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, you meant yeah. the new sequel. No, isn't there a new sequel? Yeah, Michael I know. They're Bay wicked things. weird. No, the old, like, the of sequel. Course. Yeah, which yes. I love that movie oh, as a kid. they're so good. Have you ever looked up, like, the Rotten Tomato scores on some of these movies? I wouldn't want to do that. Oh, my God. It's, no. like, apparently a bad film. But you know what? I'll fucking watch it. Well, anyway. Uh, it's a Baby Led Weaning, The Secret of the Universe or whatever. The ooze. Yeah, the ooze. So, um... Anyway, I, I felt like, you know, it's been harder to get her to eat stuff, and, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to keep going that way or whatever, because I had said, you know, we actually don't make her eat everything that's on her plate, mm-hmm. you know, generally, because that's worked for us. And we'll just say, like, try everything. Mm-hmm. And if you don't finish it, you know, that's fine. Um, and so we've tried to keep that. But so yesterday I had this thing happen where she was eating. I was by myself with both kids. Bethany was working still. And... <laughs> I guess I should start by saying they've strep again, but I just take that for granted no, they these days. Don't. Yeah, they both do. No, they, they both don't. And I, I, really? I, I just skip over that detail at this point because it's like, oh, oh yep, they have strep. We just walk into the doctor's office and they basically have the throat culture out ready yeah, to go. Like, strep! Exactly, yeah. Um, they're, wow. Do you think they have nicknames for you guys at the doctor's office? Like streppy. They're like, oh, it's the streppy streppingtons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that. No, but maybe not. No, they don't give a shit. Well, look um, who I mean, they up. give a shit, but they don't, you know, yeah. they don't have time don't to be thinking shit. about they don't give a shit. nicknames. Like, as if, like, you know, food servers, they have, like, <laughs> give me an angry cow or, you know, whatever <laughs> right, it is. Right, right. Like, it's doctors sm- have smack it. Smack it on the head with yeah. a couple of rocks. <laughs> right. um, it's a violent I, drink. I don't think doctors have that. But maybe. Maybe they do. But that's like, you know, kick, kick it in the teeth. Kick it in the teeth. That's a drink thing, right? Sure. I don't know. I, don't know. I was more talking about like uh, diners. They have like a whole language oh, around like the food ha- and like stuff too. Put it over too. the hash browns by smothering it and chopping it. 
Yeah, but that was pretty specific. What you well, just no, but said. No, but have you been to, have you been to a Waffle House before? <laughs> waffle House, like, a, like the actual Waffle House, yeah, like the actual house of the Waffle. I don't think so. Oh well, they have a whole menu with a, like a guide to how to order. Uh huh. And it's like you say, like smothered, diced, and and like oh, jumped in it the gives you all the in the yeah. bandwagon and all these different things. Anyway. <laughs> We're going so off topic. Yeah, this is the show is interesting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they both have streps, so that factors into lately what maybe why why Grace hasn't been eating as much. Mm. Um, and I just discovered that yesterday, so I knew that in the back of my mind, like I didn't want to over, you know, I didn't want to force her to eat anything. But she had the promise of a popsicle at the end mm. of her meal, and that was uh, motivating, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, I told her, you know, you have to eat your dinner first in order to have the popsicle. Um, and so reasonable, yeah, I thought so. So then because I was alone, it was Luke's bedtime, Grace was still eating, so I had to, actually before that even happened, man, I'm doing like a, we'll call this the Quentin Tarantino version of the story, and maybe someday I'll lay it out in a this linear way. This episode is, is, so, is so well organized. I know, right? <laughs> so so I'm, I'm trying to shuffle everything to get dinner ready, okay? Truffle shuffle. Um, and I wanted to eat out on the patio, which is a little extra work, because I got to bring everything out there. And that patio, I must say, <laughs> having now seen it in person, yeah, you can is say. stunning. We'll, we'll, we'll Thank discuss you, this I appreciate that. but it was beautiful. So yeah. I got everything set up to go okay both kids are out there which is like a feat because like luke is in his stupid high chair and Mm -hmm. i gotta move that out there and (laughs) and then grace says i pooped okay right before right before we're about to eat she said she pooped in her pull-up and i'm like god damn it oh my god you're supposed to be going to the potty Uh, so so then i had to get i got the diaper bag and brought it outside and just changed it outside you you have to do that because it was easier what are you gonna do take luke back inside let him scream in the kitchen that wasn't change the diaper redo everything all over again exactly no way so then we eat dinner she doesn't really eat her she wants to get up and play did you leave them outside while you went in to get the stuff Oh, yeah. I've done that for... And yeah. th- my worst fear right now is that um, I, there was one point where Grace came in with me and Luke was just crawling in the grass, which I'm like totally fine with because I could see him. Right. Um, but there are actually coyotes and stuff around. <laughs> and in my brain, at, like I literally, as I was prepping whatever I was doing, my eyes were still locked on Luke. Oh, God. And my f- biggest fear was that I was just going to see a fucking coyote, <laughs> you know, <laughs> scoot out and just grab him. And then I would be fucking running, bolting out there trying to beat up a coyote. Like a dingo could eat your baby. Yeah. Did I tell you I saw a coyote right outside our door the other morning really Did I tell you this no i was on the way to the train uh-huh. running sprinting because i'm always running and sprinting <laughs> yeah. the train. and a coyote just like not like nonchalantly fucking brushes right by me no way and it was an actual are you sure coyote. that was real did no, you just not get was, sleep i might have been running in was slow it motion wily coyote mm. yeah <laughs> no it was an actual coyote because i saw a coyote hiking as a child up close and it was pretty scary was the coyote like, hiking or me. you were no but we were both hiking. Oh, okay it was yeah, very yeah. Nice. he had a backpack we compared on, maps right um, and I was like going to the train. It was like, you know, eight o'clock in the morning. Like people are up and about. It was yeah. not the middle of the night. And a coyote is just trotting wow. by with a little spotted tail. And I've seen them at night around ours. Just I've seen them you once. You've seen them a couple too, times. Right? Oh, man. And the pack of them. It's <clears throat> fucking eerie. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. But anyway, it wouldn't be awesome if Luke got picked no, up by terrible. one. I'd be yeah. fucking, I would be devastated for life. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> okay. So that didn't happen. I will go back outside. Grace doesn't finish her meal, but it's time for Luke to go to bed. So we go back inside. Grace is doing her thing. I give up on her trying to eat. And then she, after I put Luke down, she's like, where's the rest of my food? Um, cause she knew she had to eat dinner and then she could have a popsicle. Mm-hmm. Thankfully I saved the food and hadn't like thrown it out at that point. Or fed so the coyotes with it. Yeah. So I put it out for her. Um, and then I had to feed Luke the bottle, actually, so I got the whole fucking timeline messed well, up. What but, time of day is it? This is uh, like 6, I think six, it's like 12 seven. p.m. <laughs> at, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it getting dark? Oh, no, this is summertime. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's like okay. 7. Okay, I'm just trying um, to picture the story. Yeah, well, I'm not helping. Cause... Also, it, in my head, the coyote is actually in the, like, n- now, like, we've passed that point where I'm focusing on the coyote so much that there's a coyote in the There story. is an alternative so universe coyote, where please. that did happen. That's Thankfully, true. I'm not experiencing it right now. That's true. Yeah. So then I have to give Luke his bottle before he goes to bed, okay? Because mm-hmm. I had done the whole routine with Luke while Grace was out playing, and then I came back out and checked on her, and she was like, where's my food? I give her food. I go back and feed Luke his bottle. I come back out after that because Luke's all set. And Grace had cleared the plate by pull, pushing oh, all the corn no. onto the floor and the chicken on the table. And she said, look, I ate my dinner. Oh! <laughs> so I, I don't think I ever said you have to clear your plate before uh, you get the popsicle. Because then I could understand, like, the literal interpretation of that. Right. Um, I think that's still kind of what happened, you know? Like, she wanted to make it look like she finished her dinner. But it ended up all over the fucking floor. And, right. It, it wasn't um, a very skilled Yeah. So then yeah. that was the moment where I was like, all right, maybe this idea of having to finish your meal before the popsicle wasn't the best way of setting this up. Because mm-hmm. especially because she had strep. <laughs> and like, I don't know how much right. of it was just that it hurt, you know? Yeah, to swallow um, the food. Right? Yeah. So we'll still, we'll we'll go into that one some more. Once she doesn't have strep, I'll see if how she's doing with the food front. But 
uh, I'm a little worried. You know, as they get older, I feel like it's just going to get harder and harder. It it well, it's, it gets more complicated. Yeah, I can tell you that. Yeah, it's the the amount of gymnastics you have to go through Ugh. to get meals. I mean, it's it's insane. Although you know, Jude's in a good place right now with food. Good. Compared to where he has I guess has with been. everything else, like everything else, it ebbs and flows, It always changes, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It always, it, and, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say our kids are, like, you know, eating this incredible diet, but, like, you know, I, I don't have to beg him to eat his pizza, which right. is nice. Yeah, which, you know, exactly. Which is so sad to have <laughs> to know, say. But, but it's nice that we're in that, in that oh, place totally. right now. Luke is amazing, though. I just fucking, like I said, it's like, you know, chum with a shark. I just drop it, like, in front of him, and he just fucking <laughs> grabs it. I can't get too close. <laughs> coyote jumps over him. Um, this yeah. coyote is just in my head. The coyote is now He actually could probably eat the coyote in could this situation. That? He w- he, he That'd would, be fucking badass. You get a popsicle for that, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> you get two. Um, so, so we should talk about parties, right? We should, we should get to the actual episode I at think some so. point. But I also uh, would like to say that you hosted a wonderful party this weekend. Oh, thank you. But before I do that, <laughs> there was something else that I was about to say. Oh, I, did something terrible happen from, at it? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. But I, needed, I, so I, had I thought a, you were I just setting request. it up by putting that first. Like the sandwich method, right? You give the negative feedback in the middle. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I was uh, waiting for the middle. For I was moment, waiting please. for the meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give you the meat. Oh, man. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> um... So uh, I had a request from a listener uh, who happens to also be Katie um, to remind people that our Angela Lansbury joke is actually dating to like episode three when you That's were right. bringing up Janet Lansbury. I think it was episode one. Or episode one, the very beginning. Okay, so this is this is I think primordial. I could, I could be wrong about that, but I'm fairly certain it's episode one. Okay, so this joke, so people might not necessarily remember what this joke is from. So the joke was that Janet Lansbury, who runs probably the biggest parenting podcast, you were referencing yeah, and she's her got show, some great advice, and, and yeah. you remember that way her name better is than Lansbury. This show, you should listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's like an actual unruffled. Show. I think it's called yeah. unruffled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and and the joke was that it was Angela Lansbury, the, right? Because I misspoke on that first episode. Elderly actress, and, right? Uh, right, yes. And right. there was the whole thing about whether she had passed in that episode, and I looked it up after, and she's not. <laughs> Make sure she was. Okay. Um, she is indeed alive. I mean, at least then, I actually. Is I mean, she I think still I, alive? I think I would have seen it in the news between now and that then. That would be a news story. We've been doing the show now for like seventeen weeks or that something. Would be a new, that would be a new. That would be a news story. Um, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, Murder, so you wrote. So to, mo- on, to move on. Well, she was also the voice of the uh, of the teapot. Yes, of course. Oh, so good. Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, the Beast. A, a, an absolute classic of the so ages. So good, so loving, so maternal. Yeah, I just fucking love that thing. I identify with Chip a lot too. I wish she would do a podcast. She's Angela Lands. That well, she voice? listens to this. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's the number one fan. Can we hear an impression? No. Channel really your can't. channel your gamble. No, I can't even think of what to say. What is the teapot? What is Bilbo! she saying? She yeah. says uh, <laughs> like, "Oh, Chip, it's okay." Oh, that, was, that didn't sound like Angela Lansbury. There's a coyote in the forest. Yeah, that was okay, I guess. I, I haven't watched it in a while, so sure, it's we'll good. We'll find out. Anyway, yeah, this I fucking show is so do off the rails. Just one so, parties. So, we went to your daughter's third birthday party this weekend, yeah. and we were both very impressed um, by a number of things, not the least of which is you fucking own a bouncy house, which is... <laughs> Pretty amazing. I was like I said to you that day. I was so skeptical of this because uh, a few years ago, Bethany's sister had this idea of getting a bouncy house that we would like split the cost. You know, we'd get a good one on Amazon and split the cost between a few families, mm-hmm. and then we would just have it for all the parties. And then you know we could just use it all the time. And and if you did the math, like renting it once is what it would take. You know, for each person's share, because a rental is like two hundred, a couple hundred bucks, right? right? Yeah. So that was about right. how much each family put in. And uh, I was so skeptical because, first of all, on moral principle, or just on a principle basis, I was like, do kids really fucking need a bouncy house at every, you know, every party? Right. Like, can't they just enjoy being outside? And, like, you know, there's just so much that kids these days, like, the bar for stimulation is so high. I know. I just 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 said kids kids these these days. days. Um, Because I'm trying to remember back to how I, you know, what I was thinking then. I think Grace was still, like, a baby, too. So, of course, you know, I didn't understand what was going to happen. Right, right. Um. And uh, now, three years later, uh, I can say that it was one of the best investments I've ever made. So you've had it for three years. <laughs> yeah, you got I guess, it when she was I guess born. It has been. I don't even. I don't. Uh, maybe you talked but, about. But it and primarily, I just wasn't listening. it was my wife's sister who has. You know, my, so my nephews are eight and seven almost. Right. So right. so it's like it made more sense at that time for them. You know, if they would have been, you know, five and six. Watching uh, your nephews hang out with Jude, I was very. <laughs> I was thinking if the three of them started like a biker gang. Uh-huh. They would break the entire house down. Oh, I think. yes, because <laughs> they, they definitely got along, and they're all very rambunctious. And I was thinking, oh uh, my god, there was a point where cute. Jude was on the swing set, and Pete 
who is like the animal, you know, he is he is animal from the Muppets, right? Right. Um, was climbing across the monkey bars yeah, at the same that. time, and I was like, I one know. of them is about to die, and they were both totally fine with the situation. Oh, yeah, yeah no, they didn't even think twice. They it was so cute. They didn't even blink or anything. But also very dangerous. But very, yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah, we had a party, and uh, and it was a good idea of yours to talk about this, I think, because you know, being on both sides of it, attending birthday parties and planning them. Um, it's a big thing. It is a big with thing. kids, right? And we, so I am currently, part of why I suggested this for this uh, week's episode was not only just because we just went to your house for a wonderful birthday party, and we but set also, such a high bar. So and the bar like, was yeah, just, we need to talk it, You own this. a fucking bouncy house, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we can't compete with that. Uh, uh, but also because we're planning Jude's fifth, oh my God, fifth birthday five. right now. Yep. And, uh, and it's, I, I'm, I'm revisiting some past birthday experiences and, uh, and, and, laughing at uh, what a ridiculous <laughs> and fraught circumstance it is to plan a birthday party for a child. It's one it's of the things that when you are a child, you, it doesn't seem like it takes anything. It's like, just ask people to come. And then you become a parent. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, this is like a huge there's undertaking. There's so much that goes into it. And there's so many, like, the, the dynamics of, like, who gets invited yep. and who doesn't. and like that. Uh-huh. Like if you invite every even close family on the evite, and that's how they find out about and it, do they do, get offended. Do you do and a like, separate thing with kids versus the close family? Like we've done that before, mm-hmm. you know, because like it, a kids party isn't necessarily what everybody wants to go to, and it also right. maybe you don't want it to be that big, you know? Right, right. We we do that. We've done that somewhat, but we've tried to where possible join them up into one. Yeah, event because that's what we're we've farther done away because most mm-hmm. of our family is in Rhode Island and Connecticut. Right, right. So it's just just farther enough away yeah. that like it's easier to get them to one thing. Yeah, you know? totally. That but you, you guys are a little more. Local. We are, yeah. So we've done it both ways, but I do prefer the one. And it, it, there is something wonderful about having all of the people you know that you want there um, together because you've got all these groups of people who otherwise like never really see each other. Or oh meet yeah, up, um, you know, connected. And I had this moment at Grace's where, um, and I've got a great photo of it too because I was standing behind her as she was. Uh, I guess I was facing her as she was about to blow out the candles, right, for the classic shot that you have to take as a parent, mm-hmm. otherwise you're terrible. <laughs> right, um, right. It's like the one thing. So I was standing there, and all of the people singing were on the other side of her just because of how we had it set up. It just happened that way. You put that, that on way. Facebook, right? And I did, yeah. yeah. That's a nice picture. And so. I remember, as a, you know, before I was even taking it, just being like, just in awe of that scene. Mm. And I said to Grace, um, and in that moment before she blew out the candles, like, look around, Grace. Like, look at all these people, you know, who are here for you. Remember, Grace. Um, and, of course, she just stared at the cake and didn't turn around at all. <laughs> but but it was really wonderful, you know, just like all these people are here to celebrate you. And how yeah. cool is that? The most diverse sets of people we get to hang out with each other are definitely at the kids' birthday parties. Yeah. Um, I, like, so, so last year we had a kind of a funny backfire happen where we invited basically all of Jude's preschool yep. class to mm-hmm. come to, to his yeah, birthday. Yeah, we did this with daycare because it's like a manageable size. It's like five families, you know. Right. Well, Jude's class preschool is pretty is a big. Different beast, and, yeah. and also, like, you know, he this was in his. So at that point, he was in the fours in the fives class, and he had already been in the fours class. So there were kind of two classes of people that he knew, and you know, he had a lot of friends in these classes. Oh, man. And so, and all, but it's in the summertime, right? Yeah. And my wife has a summer birthday, so she's like, nobody's gonna come. Like everybody's traveling, yes. everybody's doing stuff. We it's had August, same- <laughs> so like it's just you know what. And that we way, the like same thought every all time. these, like we can like set up so that way when we do hang out with these people during the school year, like they'll be like, oh, sorry, we missed the party, but like let's make up for it. You know, yep, yep. We'll have a one-on-one play date. So we invited like a lot of people to it, and literally thousand, everybody, two thousand, <laughs> we have forty-five yeah. million people, yeah. almost the same size as the audience of this podcast. <laughs> we invited like you know forty people to yeah, it, and yeah. all of them said yes to yeah. it, except for one family who uh-huh. was like, we'll be there late. That's amazing. And other than that, that exact thing has happened to us oh. the past couple of years with Grace too, where it's like we want to invite everybody, but we assume that because it's summer, so many won't come. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing. It's like it's crazy. I, I don't understand. I think we're sending them out too early. Well, it becomes this thing where you're like, <laughs> the trick is you send it out the week before, right before it starts. Yeah, no, you're I'm like, just kidding. Like, though hey. I used to. I, I've actually come to the point now where it's like. Um, I, I really do want them all there because it's like, I mean, and I haven't, they're not a preschool size yet, so I don't know what I'm going to do. That's going right. to be drama. But it's like at a manageable size and it's actually, you know, it's so much fun to get them all together. Um, but I can't help but think of uh, Big Little Eyes. Did you watch that series? No. On, oh, man. You should watch it. Yeah? Yeah. It's just a very, uh, I forget what community it is in California, but very like upscale community and so much, you know. Uh, drama around parties and I mean those parties are taken to a whole nother level. Is it an electric chair documentary Um, or is it I think there's some electric chair in it. If if there's at least it was actually as a result of people not getting invited to a kid's party. That's all. Okay. That's all connected. Okay. Um, Highly recommend that series though. 
sponsored by HBO. But, but it, so so it's a, oh, it's, it's it's an HBO like uh, I haven't even I, it's, it's a mini series. I've I seen think the they words call it. before. Big Little Lies. Yeah. And I've oh, never it's cared so, enough to look so into it. It's good. It. It's worth checking Absolutely, out. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Just you know stop what listening else is worth to this podcast. Out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just, just tr- listen to that. I'm pretty sure this episode people have already turned off. They're like Janet Lansbury. Yeah. Um. Another thing you should check out that I just finished is <laughs> Dragon Teeth by Michael Crichton, which uh-huh. was published posthumously. Oh, yeah. I saw that you posted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrific book. Ah. Absolutely terrific book about the Bone War. I was reminded because of the voltage. Yeah, I read the re- joke, I read the thing afterwards. Yeah, uh-huh. Highly recommend it. We just finished it. Micah and I read it together, actually. Oh, it's a book that we did together. Out loud together. Uh, we did the audiobook together. Okay, gotcha. Which was, which was a nice, nice way for us yeah. both to like, kind of just relax and listen to it. When I read the review, Highly though, I have it. to say, or the summary synopsis. I uh, I was hoping that there would actually be like live dragons in it as opposed to just a, it being about bones and um, uh, what's that whole archaeology? <laughs> well, paleontology. <laughs> paleontology. Thank you. Uh, what's the difference? Uh, our archaeology is more like uh, it's it's more like the artifacts of civilizations and right, people that have like cultures. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. our paleontology is specifically, you know, bones of yeah, yeah, animals yeah. that are deceased. Anyway. Um, where the fuck? How did we get on this anthropology? Path? anthropology. The archaeology is kind of anthropological, whereas right, paleontology is sort of biological. Yep. In a yep. Way. Um, so we were talking about <laughs> birthday parties and about too many people showing up. So, yes. 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 So we send this invite out, and and you've been to our place many times. It's mm-hmm. a it's a relatively small condo. Our backyard, although I do love it, is yeah. about one foot by six inches long. It's like this this tiny. You can kind of dip a foot in it, and then it's like it. Yeah. But of course, we like our cousins who are amazing brought right. like an inflatable slide to it. We had like yeah. all the the pool set up in the back. Um, like there were swings from the trees. It was like, you know, because the kids want to have Use fun. Use the vertical space. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we built up. We were basically the Kowloon walled city of backyard <laughs> birthday parties. And uh, thinking, you know, we'll have 12 kids there. Like yeah. they can have fun. But like 700 kids showed up. Oh my and God. it was like they were fucking swinging from the fans on the ceiling. They were like, <laughs> they were like, it was like. So they were inside and outside. Yeah, well, because uh, we had to because there wasn't yeah. space outside. So right. that's actually an interesting point is, yeah. is when you open up the inside versus the outside. It is. And how you corral traffic because there are definitely, there's a crowd control aspect. Oh, man. To birthday and I get why some people just opt for the hosting it somewhere else right. too. You know what I mean? You can rent spaces. I think that. Yeah, you got to figure out what works for you. But the other thing is, in in the summer or any outdoor one, of course, the other thing is constantly looking at the weather. I know, it's <laughs> you know, so, so stressful. For the ten days before, we were like looking at the ten day forecast as if it's at all accurate, you know, that far in advance. Right. And uh, and it was like spotty. It was going to rain, and then you have to start to think about what the hell you're going to do with seventeen kids inside. Because what do you have you been in that situation before? I don't think we ended up having to, but I think we planned for it last year more so because we thought it might rain. But have you been in a situation where you've been at at a kid's birthday party yeah. and the weather has turned sour. Mm, no, have Neither you? Have I. Never. Yeah, it never happens. I don't know why. The weather just we've been holds to a out. shitload of birthday parties at this point. <laughs> the weather always, always holds Where out. Where all of a it. sudden it's just thunder, lightning. Like a know, monsoon. Like, comes yeah. through the <laughs> gate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's never happened, actually. Yeah. Sharknado pops yeah, up. Right, you know. exactly. Uh, I, I, that's never happened. It's yeah. so funny that you mentioned it. Because I don't know what I would do. Like I remember, Most one, people probably just make the call beforehand. You know, and oh, change that's it. Probably what it is, and then they, they I guess. delay it. Maybe that's why we've never been to one of those, is because they've always been rescheduled, and I just forgot. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like there have been spotty showers in the past. Yeah, with parties that we've done, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. brought people inside and like had stuff going on. But um, but it's never been like you know the party. Like everything outside is canceled because for us in our floor space, like it would be an impossible situation. Like it would be crazy <laughs> unless people would go upstairs or something like right, that. Right, you don't right. want to have people in the party, you know, upstairs rummaging yeah. through your, you know, gross laundry and shit. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Um, that could be part of the adventure. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look for the treasure. Now let's do some laundry, <laughs> you know, make it into a game. Just don't eat the time. Uh, last year we totally, because of that, because of uh, having to possibly go inside, we came up with some like activities. Cause we were like, what are we going to do with all these kids? You know? And we thought we would even do them outside. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the pin the tail on the donkey. I think we did Elmo's nose on him, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. And we had a couple other games. We didn't play any of them because, of course, I mean, first of all, we had a goddamn bouncy house already anyway. Yeah, you can't compete you with can't the bouncy house. You can't even get the kids out of the bouncy house, you know. Um, but also, like, <laughs> kids don't need planned games, at least at this age. I know. I, I We always overthink it, too. We have right? like, so many activities. Yeah. We have, like, different stations. Because Micah, especially, again, the superior person in our marriage, yeah. likes to really- At least really superior parent. Go, yeah, well, it's just sure. superior human. Yeah. Likes to go all out and really plan themed 
parties, yeah, which, which I, I do too, but uh-huh. she actually like is good at it and does the whole Pinterest <laughs> thing. And like, you know, yeah. so like Jude's party last year was race car themed as has been basically every party that he's ever had. <laughs> and, uh, and like, you know, we had like this like formula one cake and we had, I had different TVs in the house playing different race, like classic race footage. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was like very rigorous and we had activity sets and like my mom was helping with like the arts and craft stations and things. And then it's like you realize that none, none of that is being observed by anybody. Even the parents <laughs> that are there, like, because they're so busy trying not to, like, trip on children and running make around. And make sure their kids don't destroy the house or something. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, so at the yeah. end of the day, like, all you want is basically just, like, a, a place for kids to go where they won't die. So the bouncy house is a good idea. Yep. Although sometimes well, it feels like they're going to die yeah, in it. Yeah, it does. Especially if you mix ages in there. Man. Well, like, like Grace weekend, has yeah. gone to some with older kids. Mm. Um, like my nephew's birthday party, which will be soon. And... It's it's tough because then she's in there and she's like one of the little ones. It's so sad, right. you know. She really wants to, but then all the other kids are in there and they're like fucking, you know, bouncing crazy. way way higher. And yeah, they're crazy. Um, and so she's been taken down a few times that way, but she got back up. So I think it helps that the floor absorbs some of the energy. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. I was seeing this this weekend at your place when yeah. uh, when Henry, who is much younger than anybody else in that bouncy house, well, maybe not anybody else, but yeah, I did bring my nine month old in there. At that's one point. true. You did. You did. But you <laughs> were also not holding a good him choice. and yes, double bouncing indeed. all the kids. Yeah. Right. But like, but Jude was in there with your nephews and like a couple of other the kind of bigger kids, and yeah. they, they're all psycho acrobat crazy oh, kids, absolutely. right? And yeah. Like jumping off the wall and playing basketball, and then Henry, <laughs> who like is a pretty mobile toddler, but yeah. like not you know he's strong necessarily built too. He's, yeah, He's built he's, like a little rhino. Yeah. yeah. But he uh, was falling over constantly because yeah. you can't keep your footing. And every time he would fall, uh, Mike and I were remarking on this, every time he fell, his head and neck would just fall directly <laughs> into the path of feet. I'm like, can you fall another direction? Every single oh, time he would be like, uh-oh, and then he would fall. And then like four sets of limbs would crash on his cerebrum. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, how it happens. It's crazy. Yeah, it they're, is. They're, they can be dangerous. But anyway, the, the idea being that it's good to just have a place for kids to um, you know, interact and have fun and get their Yeah, give them out, like you know? space and some toys or whatever it is that's going to keep them busy and then let them they'll do their thing you know what i mean they're going to play games and do whatever they do and that's okay yeah i think it's better honestly have you done a destination birthday party before uh have i gone to one have you have you put one together no not yet because you know i mean we haven't had many opportunities i imagine at some point that'll be fun like uh well and i was thinking back to part other parties i've planned like i've actually done one for Bethany at a destination and it was fun at Kimball Farm nice where they have tons of activities and you know so that was fun um but for kids I do have such great memories as a kid of having those you know like bowling alleys or Mm -hmm. um there was a, a roller a roller skater. Uh, what the hell? Oh, was roller called? rink. Roller rink. Yeah, those aren't even a thing anymore, are they? I hope they are. I used to. Fu- I used to be fucking good at those. Right. Like rollerblades. So much I can fun. never do rollerblades because I can never stop. Yeah. Roller right. skates. I was exactly. a fucking virtuoso. Oh yeah. They yeah. put my jam on. I remember I doing a Halloween one. That there was circle. like a Halloween party, and I had the Scream mask on because that was big at the yes. time. That movie Scream, nineteen ninety seven. And I thought I was just the most the badass. You, you know, probably just... look like a fucking phantom. Right. Exactly. You just... probably struck fear into the hearts of the children. <laughs> Except that I was on rollerblades, but yeah. Yeah, but very mobile. <laughs> You're a very mobile phantom. You know. Oh man. Yeah. Good memory. So I think that'll be fun at some point, and it's a lot easier in some ways. It's just you know. Well, that's the, what we were the thinking about. The Hard part. I mean, it's you expensive. Pay for it all. Although you go to a place like Fun Spot, which yeah. has been brought up on every episode so far, and they have free birthday rooms. But the problem really? is getting people free. It's That's free. awesome. But you have to get people out there. Oh you know? yeah. I mean, because I mean, I if I was invited to a party that was two hours away, I wouldn't. Do right. It. Yeah. Right. Neither would I. I mean, unless you know? I pl- unless like I planned, you know, a vacation. If it was a big thing, and and yeah. you already like had people going out. If, right. if it was like a group of six people yeah. that like they were like closest friends and exactly. the kids got that's, along. Yeah, that's one thing. But like, if you want to have your family members drive up from Western Connecticut all the way to fucking New Hampshire, you know, it's just not going to happen. It's, yeah, it'd be tough. I was thinking next year, Grace for her fourth, we'd go uh, to Vegas. You know, do a destination there, <laughs> right, and nice. just bring everybody out. I'm sure people just get would her go, married right? to a couple guys while yeah. you're out there. Just you know, just really go all out. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't do that. No, um, but was, everything is moving towards a destination. Like I, I laugh at you know more and more the bachelor parties and bachelor parties, and I mean I don't know maybe just the the movie. Uh, Wow, I've gotten. I think that's just the film you're thinking. Of. I think you just saw The Hangover, and, <laughs> that's and you're the just one. Assuming, I couldn't think of the name of it. Assuming that's no. What is this more of a thing? Have you seen this more or been invited? Well, to I, some I had are... a destination bachelor yeah, party. Yeah. Did you? No. Did I you mean, have a bachelor party? Yeah, but we just like did local stuff. We didn't actually like go anywhere or sleep over anywhere. But there was no sleepover. No, there was sleepover. Okay. Pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> Truth oh, or man. dare? Yeah. I just feel like more. Yeah, destination stuff. I don't know. I guess we're all more. Mobile did I ever? Now did I ever and... tell you about the? the oh, we gotta save that the background. Okay, that's a whole separate story. Yeah. Okay. Go. Keep going. You were about to say something on destination, maybe. 
Who yeah, well, Final oh Destination. God, I'm just yeah. <laughs> Final Destination. <laughs> New Line Cinema is sponsoring this episode. Uh, um, so we were thinking about it for this year because we knew that Jude wanted to have a, a Rayman themed. Do you know what Rayman is? Uh, it's a video game, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. He's like a 90s video game character who's yeah. had a number of successful things. I remember it. It. I brought it up on this show before. It's a game that we really love and we play together a lot. Right. And it's a platform game, so there's a lot of jumping and acrobatics and puzzle solving. So so that's what he wanted for this year's birthday, which was nice because it was a chance to break away from the race car totally. theme. Although, yeah. you know, I also like love race car birthday parties. So, you know, we have a lot <laughs> well, of problems. Well, and you get we to reuse. reuse a lot of the stuff, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we're trying to put it together. We're thinking, you know, obstacle courses. And initially we wanted to have it at a playground. Yeah. And then we're like, well, how are we going to like explain to people where to go and like how are we going to keep it so that it's like kind of an mm. insular birthday party corner? Although we've been to Playground's many of these. Playground's a good idea though, yeah, because a lot of playgrounds let you do that, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But like, how? Who do you talk? You have talked to like the, the town? The, I guess. T- I mean, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And by this point, we were already like trying to get the date nailed down, and now it's like fucking a week and a half away, <laughs> and we're trying to figure this out. Yeah. So, uh, so I think we're going to do it at our place. Yeah. But now we're thinking like, well how are we going to make recreate this sense of like an open play space in this one foot by six inch backyard? <laughs> so it's, it's coming up with a lot of interesting solutions. Uh, it's building up. Solutions. You got to do it. I remember last year, this, this, this slide that I was talking about. So our cousins, um, Joey and Amber, and they're, they have uh, a, a bunch of girls, many of them, four of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, they have like some great sort of backyard toys, like your bouncy house. Yeah, they have this inflatable water slide, which oh, is awesome. That sounds awesome. So like, it's got like water shooting down. You can like hook up a hose to it, and yep, it, it yep. inflates. And it was the centerpiece basically of this birthday party last year. But the problem is that Jude like got this fucking power trip out of nowhere and started like controlling the mountain of the slide. Wow. And he and his friend Abraham basically like set up shop on the top and they were like pulling the hold you shall not pass, but with this hose. So That's they were like unplugging hilarious. the hose. And I was like, Jude and, and and he was like, My castle and uh, like fucking spraying the kids down. I was like, What is this megalomania? Kind of awesome. Yeah. When you first said it, I, the power trip thing, I was thinking that he took on the role of like, you know, when you're at a, one of those water parks, there's always like a person at the top looking at a watch and <laughs> yeah, right. you know, and, and talking on a walkie talkie, he's got another person at the bottom, like, All right, all right, all right you can go. No, no, wait, wait. All right, you can go. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. No, it was he was but basically it actually like was, playing yeah. king of the hill. It makes and a lot and more then it sense. was like this whole like society started springing up where like the kids who would keep trying to get up and get pushed down again were like basically banding together like wow. the proletariat. Isn't it amazing like, how that stuff just happens? It was fun to watch. I yeah, the say. dynamics and, and all with the kids. The entire preschool's parents were there. So and we so were did all they like take watching him down? this happen. Did they get well, you down? Or was he at such a high level that he had the advantage? Well, he and... was like recruiting people from uh-huh. within this community where he would like let them come up. Oh. Um, and it seems, see, here's the thing is that at first I was like, this is so weird and out of character for him and douchey. I'm going to like, you know, <laughs> yeah. make him stop. And then I was like, well, I think they're kind of having fun because yeah, everybody yeah, was yeah. laughing, you know? Right, right. So like, so they started banding together to try to like basically ambush the top of this mountain slide thing. That's amazing. And like, so like he and, and his friend were like having to like swing around with the hose and like knock the kids off. And then uh-huh. the kids would like fall back. And then they you would like start keep like the high ground, and then they started bringing mud on the slide. Oh, and like it was, it was fucking. And then there so were fun. knives all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. and it just escalated and we were really like, quickly. Let them do it. Yeah, right. You, know. you got to let it play out. You got to see where it goes. That sounds right. entertaining. I imagine all the parents just around there with popcorn, you know, just kind of <laughs> yeah. watching the scene. We're like, just don't die. We'll see yeah, where this goes. Exactly. No, but planning parties can be a little. Uh, a little tricky. Oh, it's stressful. But, you know, we also talked about how having guests over is, like, the biggest motivation to clean up your house or do something. Yes. I think we talked about that. Yes, we did. And uh, I feel like having a party is, like, that taken to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, <laughs> this becomes our spring cleaning, whatever that is. <laughs> right. You know, where we just, like, go out and do the whole house. Because it's, like, it's just a date. It's like a deadline, like we were talking about earlier. It just yes, gives you... Exa- it's the same thing. Yeah, it's oh, the same thing. Oh, this episode finally has it all makes sense. It. People, we have it's this mapped out. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, our brains make some connections that probably should have never been made. Right. Um, that was an accidental connection. Yeah. But it's true. No, it Having, is. It focuses and, you to do the task at hand. Because yeah. there's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. You know what's important to the kid and also to you. Yeah. And you want it to look good and you want to make a good impression on people. And you don't want to be people. fucking embarrassed about But what happens <laughs> is like the first like three sets of families that show up, yeah. they're treated to this palace. Right. The spotless, pristine. Isn't it wonderful? Right. Ama- and, it's still and like peaceful. You got all these com- like compliments. Playing, but yeah. 
Yeah, and the music's not like blasting yet, and it's right. like, and they're just like, wow, I, I just love like what you've done with the floors. I can tell you really got them treated. <laughs> you give them a tour of the house. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. it's like you might not have seen what we've done. You know, right, right, the, right, right. Um, and then it's like within nine minutes of that, it's just fucking. It's like Mad Max destruction. It. There's yeah. fires in the kitchen. That is the weird part about doing a cleaning, you know, cleaning stuff before the kids come, before you have a kids party, because it's like you know all of it's just gonna get destroyed. But again. imagine if you didn't. But you if still you just, have to. If you let yeah. it in the in the state that it is currently in. Yeah. Speaking of the state our house is in, <laughs> which I remember very clearly from leaving this morning. Because we had one of those nights last night where Mike and I were both like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to watch this electric chair documentary. Of course. And we were like, you know what? Fucking like, let's not clean up. Like, it's just we'll do it tomorrow. Like, yeah. Like, we're not going to like put all the toys away. Um, and like the kids like had gone to bed like a little bit earlier than we had anticipated because they kind of blown themselves out on the playground. So we're like, you know what? Nice. You know, but now it means that I wake up and I'm like wading through garbage getting to the <laughs> getting to the train, dodging coyotes. Dodging coyotes. Anyway, so we're going to see how this party goes. Um I wanted to kind of close by talking about some of our favorite memories of things that we've pulled off. Yeah, in the past, good. Maybe. I'm glad you have memories. I have none. So I, go. <laughs> yeah, well, they do kind of they do kind of like whiz by. One that I really loved is as we mentioned on the show before, Jude is a big Indian food guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and his favorite Indian food item is a dessert called gulab jamun. Mm-hmm. You know gulab jamun? No, I don't. They're what basically, as my dad so eloquently put it, they're basically <laughs> like wet, beautiful donuts. They're like these little, <laughs> these little like circles. Oh man. Of, wet um, beautiful donuts. I don't like know how I feel cheese. about that. Oh, yeah. So good. And it's the like wet this, part is throwing me off there. They're very wet. All right. Hold on to your butt. Oh god. Um and they're just delicious. But usually you know you get them at the end of a meal. You get like a set of 3 of them and okay. it's like a very light kind of dessert. I like donuts. Um you, you like them wet too. <laughs> So my so we decided we kind of go all out and we do a gulab jamun birthday cake. Wow! And we were like, well, how what would this even look like? Um, and so we decided we basically went to a, the Indian grocery store that we go to. Yep. Um, and uh, which is Waltham Indian Market, where the fun happens. Sponsor the show. <laughs> and we got like this bulk pack of like two hundred gulab jamun wow. and a giant vat basically and we just like made all of them and put them in a giant bowl and then put a little three on top because it was his third birthday yeah and it was so funny though because as we mentioned it's the most diverse assemblage of people you will ever get in one place right so it was like family it was friends with kids it was friends without kids it was the neighbors it was the schoolmates yeah just this completely random group of people most of whom had never eaten indian food before let alone (laughs) cool up jamen looking at this giant like you know hot bowl of balls basically yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you My get autobiography? Bobby's, yeah. uh, Bobby's, what is it? Bobby's big boy uh, soup balls. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and being like, what? What is this? And then we basically were like, well, gulab. And by that point, the kids were already like face deep into it. And we're yeah, like, you exactly. know what? Just bobbing for apples with it. the gulab jamun. But our Indian neighbors were there, and they're like, oh, oh, this is very impressive. You guys yeah. really uh, took out all the stuff. But uh, see, they went home and were like, can you believe they actually tried to pull it off? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we were deeply offensive. But you know deeply. what? It was pretty good. And I posted it to the Indian food subreddit, and a lot of people liked it. And I was you like, well, I guess it. we did I a good it. job. Oh my I God. love that subreddit. That's amazing. What about you? What, what have you done that you've been proud of? I got, I got to say that patio is something to be proud. Oh man, nice. I feel good about the it's patio black. expanding the outdoor space. I know black was tricky because you know it attracts the sun, but it just looks so good. Um, parties that I remember, or no things that I've done, right? That's yeah, right. yeah, things that. Have well, gone I mean, well. you know, I, like I said, the bouncy house I think has been a really great thing because like the kids just enjoy it so much. Right, right. Um, and I think being able to be outside, you know, we're lucky to have kids with summer birthdays, right? So we can actually mm-hmm. pull that part of it off as well. Um, and I think, you know, my wife uh, does such a great job of, like, the details, you know. So, like, last year we did Sesame Street-themed, um, and it's just fun. It's, like, it makes it a little and bit— And this was kind of Moana-themed? Yeah, this was, right. like, a little bit— I it mean, was, I would say gen- each year— themed Exactly. Yeah. Each year we've moved a little bit away from, like, getting all the details because it's not worth it. Right. Um, at least to us. You know, the first year was, like, beach-themed, and we had, like, <laughs> you know, buckets and— um... That was it. <laughs> It's just buckets. It really just gave us an excuse to use beach pails to put all of our appetizers, you know, just right. pile them in. Right. I can't even remember what else we did that year. We had the pool, the whatever the fuck it was. Um, and then the second year, Sesame Street, and that was like, you know, we had a lot more Sesame Street th- stuff, like streamers right. and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. And then Bethany had made this Elmo that you could pin the nose on, like I said. Right. And then this year was Moana, and like, it was just like the favors, and then, you know, Grace had like a Moana necklace on, and that was about it. But um, you had the soundtrack the going. The music, actually. You had the music yeah. going, which I'm, was great. Music is always an important thing for me, you know, just making sure we have a good playlist. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, even though, who the hell cares about that? I, I don't know. I, I care a lot about it, I just because like, people it will. sets the mood and everything. We do that too. I, I bring out the speaker and we yeah. do like and i put this whole thing together and then it's like 
nobody pays attention to it. I know. No one's going to be like, oh, I love your music selection. But it's okay because it sets a a generalized mood of it's okay to be a little loud and boisterous. It's fun. This is a party. I think so. This is a party. Another thing that I want that I think is an important one to talk about uh, is and quickly, but is um, gifts because that also Mm. I found is a really tricky thing, both in terms of when you go to a party, it can be challenging because like kids, you know, having to understand at a young age that those are gifts for other people. Mm -hmm. And then at your own party, how you want to handle it, because I don't know, maybe it's the standard now, but you know, we don't, we don't have them open gifts while everyone's there as part of the party. Cause it's just like, it's way too overwhelming. Right. And then also even just opening all the gifts at once is so overwhelming for kids. And it, it's this weird thing where they like open something and they want to play with it and experience it, which is good. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, nope, nope, open the next one. You right. know, and it's like really rushed. Right. So that I feel like I feel good about in that we've spread it out. So like Grace is still opening things. That's a good idea. Um, and I like, like it just slows but it the down. The problem is that sometimes the people who gift the things want to see them exactly. open it. Exactly. So we did open like my mom's and, you know, a couple people's if they sick. wanted to. Uh, it, it was bicycle. fucking sick. Yeah. Oh, man. I was so excited about that thing. Uh, I can put you ride it together it, do you think? myself. Do you think, you mean, can I as an adult? I don't know. I got to try. Because Jude's got a Hot Wheels bike <laughs> that I, I try to ride, and I can kind I can't of even ride make a bike, it work. Period. But Didn't like, we talk about that at one point? You can't ride a bike. No. I was never properly trained, and I have no balance. You were never so you trained in things. the art of bike riding? <laughs> nope. I feel like this probably has I've come missed... up, but I, I'm remembering it yeah. now for the first I'm you know learning it for the first time in my head. So. Yeah, well, that'll be another topic we can it explore. Is, yeah. <clears throat> my childhood. My sister never learned how to ride a bike either. It's tough. But anyway, I'm excited for Grace and she, yeah. So the gift thing, I do feel really good about how we've done that and just try to like space it out. Cause like, right. you know, it's weird to have them open something and get really excited about it and then make it more about like, forget about that and open the next thing. Um, I feel like the gift part yeah. is the microcosm of the whole experience. That's yes. like, it's like the distillation of what it means to throw a birthday party for a kid, both the good and the bad. Right. Because it is like the crystallization of all of these disparate pressures coming together because you have a group of people <laughs> gathered around a child yeah. who mostly don't know each other and if they do know each other right. like you know they're like they're they're not there to hang out they're there right. for the kids of course then you have all these kids that want to open presents that aren't theirs right you have all these parents that are desperately hoping they didn't buy the same thing as fucking yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. else exactly that or that they don't too. already have it yeah you have the parents of the kid opening gifts like praying that they're going to like observe proper protocol and they're not going to be like i already have this they're right like, right right i don't like crustaceans you know <laughs> crustaceans <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why my, 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 i guess that's what you got jude and yeah. yeah yeah he's got too many crustaceans yeah. Uh, it's mostly arthropods. So you, and then you have like all of these, um, the, all of these pressures coming together. And then yeah. you also, at the center of that, you have your kid who you want to be having a really special time. Right. That kid might or might not have a sibling who's also there to have a special time, but is like not the center right. of attention. That's the other and dynamic. Kind of left right. Out. Right. So I've heard of people getting like a small gift for the sibling. We do that. We do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and it's just it's it's like a lot of things, and it's also usually at the end before yep. people. Or, well, I mean, you went over the time limit, but usually it's towards the, the time end of the party where people are <laughs> we like talked getting about ready. That. We <laughs> set like a two hour time just so people have a sense of like here's when the party's happening. But right. like, who the hell expects that? A, it's gonna you know people are gonna get there on time with kids, and B, that it's gonna end at a specific time. Right, but um, it helps. It helps. I it think helps yeah. it helps because it gives a window into like what the actual party festivities like when they're gonna right. happen. Although you waited until after that time window to do the actual. Unraveling of the gifts. Oh, but I have but to see, say, that's the thing, because I wasn't even planning on doing that, but my mom wanted to before she left. Oh, Otherwise, that was the yeah, right. we didn't even do any more gifts after that, because that's the thing. Like, I actually think if people want to have their gift open, I'm all, you know, that's totally fine. Right. But for the most part, we just did the gifts, you know, after everybody left. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's nice because you were able to have the cake drop basically happen at the apotheosis. Like most <laughs> the apotheosis. people, the late people, yeah, us have gotten there by that point. <laughs> right. And the people who are leaving a little early, like they're not going to leave until one forty, one forty-five. You know. Yeah. So if you if you drop it like right forty minutes before the end, you're going to get the most people, most bang for the buck. Right. Everybody eats, and they're like, okay, now I can like go home. The people who are there kind of on the fringes can clear out. Right. And then you can have the people who really care about things like opening gifts and stuff like that kind of stick, you know, exactly. stick around after the fact. Yeah, it kind of works out, I think. It does. Um, but, well, you it know. It was a great party. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely. And, so uh, I'll be sure to keep you updated on the show, all of you, uh, you know, legions of people listening to this about how the party's going for this Rayman thing. If you have any suggestions, And I'll honestly, make sure I give you a, an honest review of the party afterwards. Sucked! Yeah. One star. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm sure it's going to be great. We're enjoying this process. You know, it's, it's, it's a good time. Oh, well, last thing I want to say, speaking of themes. Yeah. Uh, Henry's themes have always trended toward the kind of macabre because he loves skulls, yeah, skeletons, skulls. Day of the Dead, uh-huh. Coco. 
his birthday falls kind of close to Halloween, so it's sort of like this other... So Oh, right, so, yeah, so that's perfect. Right, so for his first birthday, basically it was like a fucking horror show yeah. themed first birthday party for kids, and that was so fun. Oh, I bet. Getting to do like a, like a kind of spooky birthday party for, for young kids to go to that wasn't and like fall terrifying. fall kind of a fun time to do it too, although you can't really do it outside as easily. Well, so. no, but you can't because it's like, you know, it's it October, yeah. it's yeah. early October. Yeah. You, can, you can like have the windows open, you can do stuff outside, do like little scavenger hunt things. Right. So um, I'm really looking forward. We'll see. I, I, he's kind of like transitioning more into the zoological stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like he's Shark Week was a big thing for Couldn't him. Couldn't just say animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, animalia, <laughs> animalia. Um, so we'll see. Maybe this year it'll be that. But we'll uh, we're planning it. You know, we're not planning that out because we're kind of focusing on shoots. But I, I'm yeah. excited to like have him have more of a I more know. of a say this year. You know, yeah, same. You know, with Luke in the in the fall uh, turning a year old, his first birthday, and I remember that one being a bigger deal in terms of we invited more people to the first birthday just because like I don't know, I don't know if that's a thing or we just felt like maybe it was with our first too, but. Um, and this has happened to me too, where I've been invited to first birthdays, but never again. I don't know. Maybe I didn't bring a good enough <laughs> gift or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, there is also, I mean, we should talk about at the most basic level, um, why we're celebrating birthdays and how powerful that has become as, as parents now, because, right. you know, ne- my birthday has gone away immediately as, you know, Grace was born. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that my next birthday, which is when I turned 30, uh, and we did like nothing, you know, it's right next <laughs> to Christmas and we just like l- threw it into that. Right. But, um, I was, I was, you know, just getting so nostalgic about everything, you know, Grace's last couple birthdays and, um, we were looking through some baby photos again and it's just insane how fast it's going by. Like, and you know, you can't a, believe it's five years, man. It's a marker of time passing. Literally. Yeah. That's yeah. why we celebrate it. You yeah. Know? And they're, they are really special events in the lives of young kids. I remember my birthday parties so vividly. I remember the, the well, I don't know if it was the best, but one of the best that I had as a kid was my seventh birthday. We went to the World Trade Center, mm. um, which <laughs> luckily was uh, pretty well in advance of September 11th, 2001. But yeah. It was, you know, it was an amazing experience. Wow. And my parents, it was just me and my parents. And uh, and I don't even know if my sister went. She might have stayed with my grandparents for that. Huh. But it was just a very small thing. And they took me to the Statue of Liberty. That's so cool. I got to eat at Windows on the World, the top of the towers. Yeah. Got to go see the Empire State Building. Um, that sounds that was amazing. An amazing. And I'll always remember that was my seventh birthday party because that was yeah. all I talked about that whole year. Because like the party you know? itself, all the stuff we've talked about, I mean, you know, th- it's awesome. And it's like a big celebration and experiencing it with so many people is great. But then there's also like the more intimate stuff that you do with your kids and how you uh, appreciate it. Because so. it's a chance to to really focus your attention on somebody and, and be like, I love you so much yeah. that I want you to feel like the most special person in the world. Ugh, and their today. reactions to it is just amazing. It really you know, is. As soon as Grace woke up. I was like, do you know what today is? And her eyes right. just like opened up and she's like, it's my birthday. Right. I'm going to turn three. And then she said, am I going to turn three? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Am I three today? It's um, a huge deal. And yeah, even like Jude's yeah. birthday this year falls on Micah's first day of uh, school for oh, wow. a nursing program. Uh-huh. Um, so like, so, but we just last night we're working it out. We're like, you know what? You're going to take the train into the city. You know, uh, yeah. we're going to like meet up with you there. You can pick me up from work. Mommy can come get you. Um, and we're going to have like a night in Boston to celebrate your birthday. And, oh. and then we'll do the big party. Yeah. But that little that little That's moment awesome. where it's just the family is also, I think, really special. It, it is. Birthdays are complicated, but they can be really, really important, I think. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Watch Whatever out for coyotes. You do. <laughs> Watch out for if coyotes. If you see a coyote, run. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah.